Hey, this is Maddie Charles from the Jackson County Kills, and you are listening to That Much Further West podcast. It'll put air on your cowboy boots. I gambled once on Moses, on dreams and faded roses, on diamond studded rings made out of tin. While others save their money, I gave mine to my honey. If I had the chance, I'd do it all again. Cause a train in any station for any destination is better than a thing that might have been. Take care now that you're leaving, but heed the river's warning for you. No, my love is truer than the wind. This world's a burning candle and we are only matches. It makes no difference if we lose or win. Cause the rain will fall in patterns in rings around your lover while your lover throws her caution to the wind. But either way you go, you got to move along And if you lose all that you own On account of how you wander Just remember you had much, but now it's gone And water in the east, water in the west Gonna rise, boy Creeping through the weeds and there's no stopping it now Well, what you gonna do when the river's up to your eyes, boy that big old sun starts going down Now you can keep the diamonds And I will keep the roses I've got the queen of hearts on my left arm And the reaper's on my right And the devil's on my shoulder In a ring of fire to keep me safe from harm Hey, welcome back into That Much Further West, the podcast. My name is Eric. I'm Mike. I'm Phil. And uh, Rich is back there doing all the engineer work for us. Thanks for all your hard work, buddy. Yeah, Rich, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for being here, everybody. For those of you who don't know, we just uh, celebrated a seven-year anniversary with the podcast as of yesterday. Ooh. So, uh, we have a very special guest in the house with us here at the Landmark, Maddie Charles. How are you? Pretty good. Good. Thanks for being here with us today. My pleasure. Yeah. Right on, man. So uh, great to see you out and about and playing again. Uh, been getting domestic, eh, brother? Yeah, that's right. I had a little kiddo. Uh-huh. Uh, he's about five and a half months old. Wow. Congrats. So, yeah, I've been I've been doing the house thing, like raising a little guy, and it's a lot of fun. Are you finding time that time you're spending at home? Are you, are you finding inspiration in writing more, or is it been kid time? Well, it's there's a lot of kid time. Um, I actually have been pretty prolific recently. Um, actually, since he's been born, I've been pretty prolific. And I think what it is is like now that I have no time, 
I have no time to procrastinate. So it's like <laughs> if I if I'm gonna write a song, it's like I just have to sit down and do it like in about twenty minutes. Yeah. You know? And then like, you know, you I, I fine tune it the next half hour and that's done. So idle, it's actually kinda good. Idle hands are the devil's tool. Yeah. Well <laughs> right on. Well, right around the time of the birth of the baby, yeah. You've been back with a new band. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, it, it seems like uh, so it was almost planned that way. I mean, well, <laughs> if you look at the calendar, pretty you know, pretty cool. I started playing with the Jackson County Kills, which is, which is the other project that I've been doing. Uh, we we started playing together before uh, before my little guy Sonny came along, and um, you know, I knew that I knew that our the Maddie Charles and Katie Rose show is going to be a somewhat limited thing now that we have a kid. Uh, we're going to, we're going to pick it back up, but you know, it kind of served two purposes for one. It's like the Maddie Charles and Katie Rosso is kind of a listening act. You know, we kind of play a lot as a duo. Uh, and we wanted, I wanted to do something that was a little more rock and roll kind of like playing a, a, a loud bar kind of situation, which is just not that fun as Maddie Charles and Katie Rose. Uh, right. so so yeah, the Jackson County Kills was born, and and I've been playing with uh, Kevin Major and Tom Armstrong and my buddy Brian Burns, and just yeah, we've been it's a lot of fun. Just seeing the band, you uh, you mentioned that it's got a bit of a really nice rock and roll feel to it, and I I noticed you guys a um, lot of good originals though. Are are those new for the band, or are those do those reach into some of the stuff you've written in the past? Uh, some you know, there's a good. A good percentage of the songs are older tunes, and then I've written quite a few songs for the band, and then we've been doing some covers. But I would say probably the covers, you know, I think at this point we have about 23 songs, and the covers probably comprise about seven or eight so tunes. So I know a couple of those. I saw you guys at Strum Guitars a couple of weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was really fun. I mean, right away the band just kind of swings, so it's very danceable. Yeah. Um, which is perfect for this scene, yeah, right? for sure. Um, but also the covers that you guys do, a cover, couple of them were just very original sort of takes on fun, classic 70s songs that, like, people of my age would remember well you know? one of the ones we do is uh jim croce yeah, operator did, yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, awesome. yeah you do like a rock and roll version of operator well you know i always thought that song is like a country song with just a little slightly different arrangement mm -hmm. and that's basically yeah. i just i love the tune and yeah, so i was tune, yeah. I, I was like it's got a lot of good changes in it and so uh i just was like i did some kind of refrain you know, uh, repeats that kind of make it sound more like a country tune. It's just fun that yeah. way. Sounds awesome. I'd love to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right on. When will you guys be playing out again? Um, we are doing every last Wednesday here at the Landmark. Oh, fantastic. So, so that's we'll, coming up then. Yeah, it's coming up. Um, oh, I'm sorry. It's going to start in April. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Thank you for letting me clarify. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Right on. And then we have, you know, we're we're, I'm booking other shows, you know, playing. We've got some sh shows all around town, basically, but try to get out of town a little bit. We have an upcoming. Uh, uh, we're releasing our first record is going to be a seven inch uh, single, three song, and uh, yeah, looking forward to it. Where are you recording that at? 
We already recorded it um, oh. at Fremont Recording. Uh, my buddy, um, who used to be on Fremont Street here in Portland, moved out to Soviet Island, and uh, we recorded live in his living room, oh, yeah. straight to tape. And that's that's great. It's like you that know, was that day I saw you guys. You guys came straight from the right. studio yeah. to Strum, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Perfect timing, right? Straight to tape, you warts and all. You were warmed up. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> you want to give us a song? Like? Yeah, I'd love to hear sure, something. Sure. Um, so I'm gonna play a. I'm gonna play a song. This is an older tune, and this is. Well, I gotta take off my hat here. Um, I spent a lot of time living in. Uh, I lived in New York City for about 13 years, and this is a song I wrote about New York City. It's kind of an ambivalent love song. <laughs> it's called "Love's Lost Quarter." Well, I don't want to go Where the living gets too slow See, I like to be a stranger When I want to be alone Where the neon lights the night There's a place I feel all right And it's a long, long way from heaven But it's the closest thing I know and they say that she's a woman with a hammer for a heart That she doesn't give a damn about you when you fall apart But I love her just the same She's beautiful and vain Even when she kicks me out I've always come back home again Now the rich have got it made or so I've heard it said While the rest must be contented With whatever they can get And it takes a lot of fame For a street to wear your name So that people walk upon you But forget you just the same And they say that she's a Jezebel With pinwheels in her eyes She'll confuse you, then misuse you while she tells you pretty lies. Oh, but when you play the game, you can only play a part. And you can't beat the ace of diamonds if you play the jack of hearts. I've seen autumn's golden rosary, summer's dirty streets. I've seen the winter stop the traffic as it fell upon her feet. And I've seen her dressed in rags, seen her dressed in pearls. And that's why I fell in love with her, that's why she's still my girl. I see her as a queen with lighted jewels in her crown And she shines so bright you see her fall a hundred miles around And the poet and the banker and the robber and the rude Oh man, they always think they own her but they never ever do
Thank you. It's a beautiful song. song, man. Thank, Thank you so much. I know we asked you off the air, but will you tell us about that guitar again? Uh, this is a 1962 um, Gibson J50, J50 and um, it's a very sweet guitar. Yeah, it just sounds amazing. Yeah. It plays itself, really. There's, <laughs> there's actually a little... Yeah, I never even saw your hands move. Yeah, no, there's like a squirrel inside there. <laughs> very talented squirrel. <laughs> they're, they're quite talented <laughs> animals. They don't get enough credit for I the didn't they know. do. <laughs> Are they trainable or is that a... No, they, <laughs> they're not trainable at all. natural musical ability. Yeah, it's, it's very... It's, okay. You just never know what you're going to get. <laughs> I have uh, to basically just start the song and see which one it is. <laughs> so what's your uh, process? Is it, are you lyrics first, song or melody first? Or like how do you, how do you go about writing a song? I try to keep it free and... Not too regimented. I mean, it, it it could be one or the other. It could be, I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes it's driving. Like you know, a lot, I I write a lot of songs driving, you know, which is probably not advisable. It's probably not a good we, thing. We to actually do. hear that quite a bit, yeah. and people say I just pull over and talk. Oh, I don't pull over. I don't pull over. A lot of people now I talk into their going. phones. Yeah, yeah. And write that stuff yeah. down because yeah. yeah. they but, say by the time they get someplace, they've forgotten it already. Yeah, so. yeah. No, I, I take video and. I drive super reckless. I usually drive faster when I'm doing it. No seatbelt. These new laws are for people like you. Yeah, my car doesn't Dangerous even have a seatbelt. <laughs> Matty, you, uh, um, you grew up here in Portland, right? I did grow up in Portland. I grew up on 34th and Stark, Southeast Stark Street. Right on, cool. Yeah. And um, playing in punk bands, you know, Satyricon, yeah, singing, that kind of well, thing? Well, so the first band that I ever played in was... Uh, Friends of mine, you know, in high school started a band, and, and we actually, uh, it's kind of embarrassing. We called ourselves FNE, P-H-N-E-A, because we couldn't spell <laughs> <laughs> And um, That's very punk rock. And I started out as a guitar player and then graduated to being the, well, I, I, was, I, I was graduated by the other members to being the bass player, because uh, there was already a guitar in the general vicinity who also had an amp. <laughs> which I didn't have, so it was just like I kind of got kicked over to the bass. And I'll tell you a funny story about the bass, though. Um, so I needed an amp, right? And my um, my mom, who's who's still a massage therapist and still lives in Portland, she had a uh, a client who was a musician, and um, she had him take me out to go help me find a bass rig. And um, so this is this is an 80s, uh, and we went downtown to a store called Captain Wiz Eagles, which was Fred Cole's mm -hmm. uh, music store. Right on. And uh, I had about 150 bucks. And the rig I wanted, you know, we we looked around at different things, and the rig I wanted was like about 200 bucks. And um, and so Fred was like, he's like, hey man, you know, we told him, well. The guy Julian, who I was with, said, "Well, these kids got 150 bucks," and and Fred said, "Well, is it for you?" And I was like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Well, are you gonna use it?" <laughs> and I said, "Yeah." And he's like, "Have fun, kid." Awesome. Nice. And I was like, "Ah." I it, tr truthfully, it was like a pretty rad. Yeah. It was a pr pretty rad moment. And and how many times did you go and see Dead oh, Moon I after should. that? You know, I I didn't even know. I didn't even yeah. know until. I mean, because 
I didn't know till a while later, but I I've seen them uh, a good number of times. Yeah, yeah. Because because as a as a my band, you know, my band. It's like we would play at Satyricon and X Ray and and you know a handful of the funny like the Blue Room. I don't know if anybody remembers that. I do. Um, we always wanted to play at La Luna. Mm-hmm. We never did. Um, we we played at some weird pizza parlors and yeah, I mean, it was really it was really fun. It was a good time. And the funny thing about playing at Satyricon is like we first played it like one of their open mic nights on a Sunday and this is how different Portland was then you know it's like we went down there and Bruno the guy who booked the place was like well sorry guys I can't pay you any money but here's a pitcher of beer and we were just like sweet (laughs) (laughs) we were so happy yeah absolutely yeah Yeah, I think we'd all still play for that yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially well, we, Satyricon, right? We still do, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you uh, you went to traveling. Um, what, what what drove you out of Portland, or what drew you away? Oh, you know, um, uh, I just I couldn't wait to get out of Portland. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, it's just, I think, I think... Uh, I, well, I mean, the, the actual, the honest answer is a girlfriend. Uh, I drove cross country. I did a co- cross country trip. We made it as far as Vegas. Uh, the car broke down. It was a 67 uh, Volvo. Uh, what, are, what, are the, what are those ones called? The 422 or what was that? The 240s. 240. 240, thank you. I've, I'm, I'm dyslexic. Um, <laughs> yeah, we made it as far as Vegas. The car totally shit the bed can i say that yeah, absolutely yeah. guitar shit the, the car shit the bed and we uh and we caught a bus to uh uh colorado and and met up with a friend and then we ended up driving out to new york city and and i i i fell in love with new york city you know like when we got there because it was like it was like walking into onto a movie set or something you know uh a scary movie set and it was a lot of fun and uh yeah i lived there i ended up living there in different iterations over the years, but spent the first, you know, five years the first time and then went back for another extended stay and it's a good, fun place to be. And when did you finally come back here and like stay? You know, I moved back here. uh, I'm so bad with dates. Like, don't put me on the spot. (laughs) I'm going to say this in my, and Katie is going to say, no, that wasn't when (laughs) you moved back, but I'm going to say like, uh, seven years ago yeah yeah and that's might be totally fictitious <laughs> but i it's something like mike that. fact check that yeah yeah <laughs> uh, on his twitter account. i got my guys on it yeah. yeah and your travels took you to the southwest is that right uh yeah i lived for a couple years in santa fe new mexico um i lived in san francisco for quite a few years um was happy to leave there and come back here uh you know, it's like, I, yeah, you know, and I've traveled around a lot, you know, over the years, and that's been a a real blessing to get to go other places and see other things. Well, someone who's born and raised here and then have traveled, yeah, and s- say you're correct, and seven years ago moving back here, you must really notice the changes that are happening in this town. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's not recognizable yeah. to to what I grew up in, but you know, it's it's funny cuz it's like sometimes, you know, 
especially if you're talking about like Portland music of of the of the olden days. Uh, it's like, you know, I, I'd like to impress upon people. It's like you could go and stand out on Division Street probably at 8 o'clock at night when I was a teenager and you wouldn't get hit by a car if you stood there for five minutes. You know, so it's like it's a little different, you know. <laughs> it was also like downtown, Old Town was pretty gnarly and mm -hmm. uh, Satyricon was like probably one of the most peed on buildings in all of Portland, you know. <laughs> Well, that, that made headlines. Yeah. <laughs> when the owner it went did. out there and pissed it on did. it. it. Yeah, did. that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. So, right. footnotes. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're going to tell Satir Ground stories <laughs> off the air here. Awesome. <laughs> Can we hear another song from you, Maddie? Sure. Awesome. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a song that Katie and I play sometimes together. Awesome. This is a song called I Belong to Heaven. When I was a gambler, I gambled all around When I quit my gambling ways, I got a job in town But I am not a miner for the things that cannot be I belong to heaven and the world belongs to me The world belongs to me, boys, the world belongs to me I belong to heaven and the world belongs to me When I met my true love, I knew she loved me too We made each other promises like lovers often do But I am not a miner for the things that cannot be I belong to heaven and the world belongs to me The world belongs to me, boys, the world belongs to me I know it every time my darling sits upon my knee And I am not a miner for the things that cannot be I belong to heaven and the world belongs to me Well, I've had my share of trouble And I cry my share of tears But I believe my trials are like my own souvenirs and I am not a miner for things that cannot be. I belong to heaven and the world belongs to me. The world belongs to me, boys, the world belongs to me. As far as I can wander, as far as I can see. I am not a miner for the things that cannot be. I belong to heaven and the world belongs to me. Now there's a shadow on the mountain And the river's deep and green There's a mystery in everything that keeps from being seen And I am not a miner for the things that cannot be I belong to heaven and the world belongs to me The world belongs to me, boys, the world belongs to me The breezes in the branches and the gales upon the sea And I am not a miner the things that cannot be I belong to heaven and the world belongs to me so good
Thank you for that. It sounds even better when Katie's singing. <laughs> she's kind of like, she sweetens out my uh, <clears throat> my less than sweet. <laughs> what made you pick up a guitar? I just wanted, I think I wanted to write songs, you know. Yeah. Well, good choice. Yeah. it's a, <laughs> But I mean, well, you know, I think, yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I started with the violin when I was just a little, a little guy, and I just never caught into that one, you know. It's too hard. It doesn't have frets. It's like it's very hard to play it in key. Um, doesn't have this the squirrel. <laughs> can't fit a squirrel inside a violin. <laughs> one of those little holes. So it's really hard to get. It. And they and they're just squirrels are really messy with bows. So <laughs> off to the guitar. Yeah. Were there were there musicians at that time that were speaking to you saying, "Yeah, that's exactly what I want to do." Um, musician songwriters <laughs> well okay so my my first favorite band was the ramones yeah uh and i bought you know road to ruin at the music millennium and and i took it and i just i thought the record cover was cool i took it home and i was like i played it once through and i just had this like what am i listening to and then i played it over and over and over and then I'm, and that's actually what like started the band uh is it like I invited my friends over and we all sat in the living room and like played the record multiple times. And we were just like, Oh my God, this is like the best album, you know, I've ever heard, which was pretty cool. Uh, but I, I mean, I always loved Johnny cash, you know, I think like Johnny cash was always there in my consciousness as a kid. Um, my folks weren't, I mean, I, they had a weird kind of mix of, of albums. It was very kind of non sequitur, but, um, you know, like the Rolling Stones and the Beatles, of course. And, and I think one of the first bands when I was like a teenager that I heard that just totally like blew my mind was the Pogues. Mm, yeah. And, and, a fr you know, another one of my music buddies played them for me. And I was just like, what the hell is this, man? This is crazy. Are they playing accordion? You know, it's like, <laughs> and, and um, that was one of those bands that like, a contemporary band of the of the of the time that just like I was just like this is the best and there's you know it's 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 it is kind of country music it's like Irish music traditional music I mean country music is basically Irish music and Scottish music that's just played on uh, you know come from Appalachia or something like that yeah <laughs> uh, I you know I went to a lot of punk rock shows and hardcore shows when I was a teenager and it was a great way to get out that horrible angst uh and you know there's portland was a great town for that you know there was so many all ages venues and you could go into you go to la luna you could see these bands play and they just let you stay on that one side of the cordon and it's like pretty amazing I've, i feel super bad for kids who don't get that opportunity because right. it's like we got to hang out with the big kids yeah and you know we just drink outside and come inside and have a good old time you know it's like, <laughs> what a yeah what a lot of fun we didn't have to wear helmets <laughs> <laughs> times are different there's times a, are different there's a lot of similarities between punk rock and country though i mean three chords and the truth is kind of what it boils down to yeah yeah so that you know yeah well i also think there's a there's a similar sense of humor and a grim outlook that yeah. goes with both yeah and and I and it's think it's very working class. Kinda. It's very working class, yeah. and I think that's 
Yeah, I mean, I, I would say that's one of the distinguishing fingers, uh, features of, of country music is it's, is it's very, very working class. And it's, it's not like you have to be working class. It definitely helps. But it's, you know, I mean, there's always exceptions. I think, you know, Graham Parsons wasn't wor- working class. And he's just one kid. Yeah, but it, and I and I I love Graham Parsons. It's like it's good stuff. Uh, it's not Merle Haggard, so it's like <laughs> you know, I yeah. I mean, I don't I don't think I don't think it's a requirement, but it's it's definitely definitely helps. Um, so yeah, you know, I, mean, I think there's there there are obviously cor- correlations, and I they, it makes a lot of sense that you a lot of the kids that I, you know, grew up with, listen to country music, you know, yeah. it's like, they're kind of like, it's a natural segue. It's like a gateway drug, punk yeah. rock to country music. There's so many people we've played or interviewed on this podcast that used to be in punk rock bands yeah, and yeah. now are doing the singer songwriter sure, thing. And sure. they're amazing, right? Yeah. They're so, it's telling a story in a different vibe. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the same thing. Yeah. Well, I, I think what, what was so great about punk rock was the energy of it. You know, in the in the DIY aspect where you had like a bunch of people who are just like, okay, yeah, we're never going to be a part of the mainstream music culture. And so we're just going to subvert it and do something different. And I think country is kind of similar because you don't I mean, have you ever I mean, I, I don't have to ask this as a question. You have been to a record store and seen the country section like that'll tell you something. It's like it's almost like a death knell to be in that section, (laughs) you know, especially in some states. People are just like, oh, country music, a bunch of God dang, (laughs) you know, hillbilly, redneck, racist, you know, and it's it's totally unfair. But it's like a characterization. I mean, I I lived in New York for a long time and I played in a band that played country and country style music. And I can't tell you how many times people would be like oh what kind of music do you play and i'd be like country music and they'd be like oh not another word <laughs> months would pass they somehow they would yeah. listen they would hear it and they'd come up at some weird point and be like oh my god i listen to your music i actually really liked it and i'd be like yeah see you know it's like it's 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 music you know it's like music that is approachable and everybody has their own biases about things so I think country music is one of those things. You know, having grown up in Portland, it's like I had biases about that. Mm-hmm. I, when I was a, a punk rock teenager, you know, I remember getting chased by pickup trucks, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was born by the riverside. I lived there nearly all of my life. Gave it all up for the love you only gave me one time. There was such a silly thing to do I never said I wasn't a fool She should know that a good man is hard to find Why did you give me love I want so bad You showed me heaven then you took it back I know what I want, what I want But I just can't have If I hold I know that you're just a tease 
trying to give me love I want so bad You showed me heaven and you took it back Sweet. It was a breakup song, but and it has a. It's called Glorietta Shining in the Sun. It's a Glorietta is a small little place in, in New Mexico. Glorietta in the sun. Shining like a dime I've been on an all night run Trying to make it back in time And I can see that dusty road I can smell the sugar pine Glory to shining in the sun Radio got busted out and you've been on my mind Seems I didn't give enough and then I gave too much airtime No, I've never figured out what this world is all about But it felt like home when you were mine At a drunk in Reno, 
got a flat in San Antonio Met a girl in Chino But I ended up alone Moving on is easy When you ain't got much to lose When it's just the only way you know like cotton as they drift across the sky I'm feeling lucky now but I couldn't tell you why they say the world's a stage and everyone must play a part and sure enough it goes for you and I Glorietta in the sun Shining like a dime I've been on an all-night run Trying to make it back in time I can see that dusty road I can smell sugar pine Glorietta shining in the sun Glory to shining in the sun. Glory to shining in the sun. Thank you, Maddie. Another beautiful song. It's wonderful. Thank you. Sorry about the harmonica. <laughs> <laughs> it happens sometimes. It's dark in here, man. It's dark, and it's like that's how you know that it, I'm not a robot, you know, because I did that. A robot wouldn't do that. If there were uh, harmonica squirrels, that would have been okay, but since there's not. It, any instrument that you fit in your pocket is kind of like it's it's not self-playing. They're still training ants to yeah. figure out the harmonica parts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Matty, can you uh, let everybody know what you got coming up in the future, live show-wise, or, uh, or how to find you and all that other good stuff? Yeah, well, uh, you can go to the jacksoncountykills.com. That's the website for uh, the Jackson County Kills. And then Maddie Charles slash Katie dash Katie, sorry, Maddie Charles dash Katie Rose dot com. And, um, and we're going to be doing the last Wednesdays of every month, starting in April here at the Landmark. Jackson County with Kills. With the Jackson County Kills, yeah. And we'll probably get Katie Rose to come out and sing some oh, songs with nice us. Oh, yeah. Very, very likely. It's just a awesome. matter of time. Cool. Yeah. Right on, man. Well, thank you so much for being on the show with us. My it's pleasure. Been, yeah. It's been great talking to you. Fantastic songwriting. Oh, thank, thank you. you. It's, yeah, been, it's been a real treat. All right. So, right thank you. Thank you, brother. So it gives us a chance to say thanks to the Landmark. Uh, behind the microphone, we got uh, Rich and Ann doing stuff for us. Really appreciate you guys. Aardvark, thank Secret you for Aardvark everything. Secret Aardvark hot sauce, yep. Yeah. 
Thank you. Uh, you mentioned Music Millennium. Uh, we want to wish them a happy 50 years. Great. Yes. They just had their last Friday. So, Terry Courier, you're always you're a real treasure in this town. Thank you for being you and still being around. Steve Earl will be down there in a couple Steve of days. Steve Earl, yeah. Awesome. I don't so, know if it's after this. And we might as well just start pimping this. Wildwood's coming up. Yeah. Uh, the 19th, 20th, 21st of July. Right on. So we're going to be doing a lot of stuff for that coming up. So stay tuned for more fun. Awesome. And, uh, Thank you, Lance. Seven Martin. more years after this. Yeah, thanks, Matty. We do it. Yeah. Thank, Thank you, Matty. Hey, everybody. Come on. There's a dance that is known as the star of the Eastern Hall. There's a dance that they call Belarus, though it's not at all. And the music goes drifting around in its dizzying sway. And they harness the lights so to dance till the light of day. Song of the old and the new, and the wind in the trees as they sway. Calling hey, hey, pretty birds, now that you're here, will you stay? And the streets here are named after saints that have been and gone. And the stories we tell to their still carry on Lovers and dreamers and sinners have all come this way Just to be like the child with his hand in the lion's mane Song of the old This song only plays for so long and it's gone.